want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
right. Kicked off episode 98 with Scumfire from Buffalo with the song The Empress. That's right. And then after that, off of the lesions of a different kind, we heard Shackles of Sanity by Undeath. Good stuff. Absolutely. Man, it's been a week. It has. You had a surprise prostate exam. I did. I had a steroid injection right in between my eyes. Yeah. And I got older this week. You did. Yep. But we did manage to sneak in some live music. Yeah. After being invited to a band practice, which was absolutely amazing. Well, we were invited in the past, but we kind of invited ourselves and they were <laughs> gracious enough to allow us yeah. <laughs> to a time this time and it was great um, so the question of the week that we posted on fake- Facebook was if you could be an animal for 48 hours what would you be and it is so obvious that so many people have thought about this yeah. a lot yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> What was the top one? Like a house cat? Yes. Yeah. Which is probably what I would pick. Yeah. Uh, Chris picked Notorious F.A.T. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we were both like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lon picked you. Yeah. <laughs> but I bet if he knew you had a surprise prostate exam yeah. this week, he would change his mind. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been me on Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, Ryan said something with wings and talons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said a bat. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina said a trash panda, mm-hmm. which I think would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a liger. Amy said a platypus, which is another good one. Yeah. Um, you picked... <laughs> um. Lobster magnet. That's right. And absolutely nobody responded to you. Nobody acknowledged it <laughs> at all, which is great. <laughs> uh, so Travis, in his true form, mm-hmm. said, is 48 hours enough time to physiologically and psychologically adjust? I mean, let's say I wanted to be a moose. Mm-hmm. Would I have the same intellectual capacity to rationalize my enjoyment of being one? Mm-hmm. I choose a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Which is a good selection based yeah. on his thought process. Yeah, it is, <laughs> definitely. Um, it reminds me of that, like, there's a, like, I don't know. Like, if you, it's like a philosophical question about our animals self-aware. Yeah. And that kind of ties into that. I listen to... I'm not going to do it justice at all, but I listened to a podcast about animals Mm -hmm. and their instincts and how they survive and all that. Mm -hmm. And they brought up this really interesting point that animals only know how to live in the moment. They never anticipate anything Mm -hmm. and they don't... They don't plan for the future. Yeah. Well, they do. I think when they like, when they, you know, stockpile food for... For the winter and stuff, but but not to take away from what you're saying. Yeah, but I think more it was along the lines of well, it was like a spirituality 
mm-hmm. podcast. So I think that they were trying to drive home the fact that like you need to be yeah. like fall more onto your mm-hmm. like your instincts mm-hmm. and not let your mind take over mm-hmm. about dread and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like animals don't. I mean, I'm sure there's a s- certain extent of anxiety, I guess, but. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and and I think like the the food hoarding is probably more of like an instinctual biological thing than. Yeah, I don't. Do they know? Thing. Yeah, I don't know. Do I, they know why they're doing it? Yeah, I don't know. Or do they just know to do it? I don't know. I think they maybe just know to do it. So Ryan said he would be a dinosaur, mm-hmm. which would have been my selection too. Mm-hmm. You can't pick these after. What? Why? I know. Yeah. I just said I would be a house cat. Now yeah. I want to be a dinosaur. Yeah. I want to be all the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you pick? I told you. What? I put it on there. Lobster magnet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but that's like not real. It is real. It's on the internet. It's real. <laughs> Lobster magnet. Um... Yeah, we have all kinds of things. A shark, a wolf, an elephant, a fucking T-Rex. We had a a bee so he could lay on the couch. (laughs) 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 I feel like there's like an inside story there that... (laughs) Um, Mark said the manimal. Uh Uh-huh. That was a good one. Yeah. We had we we're having a lot of fun with these. Manimal. Sorry. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> All right, I think we're ready for some music. What do you say? Yes. We are going to kick off this segment with Old Tomb, an awesome doom metal band from Slovakia with the song A Search and an Invocation. Yes, and then after that we're going to hear Disciples of Death from California with the song Mouth of Terror. Thank you. 
United States, a day of last-minute appeals failed to stop the execution of America's most notorious mass murderer. John Wayne Gacy killed 33 boys and young men during the late 70s and buried them under his Chicago home. We're not civilized. We're a violent, terrible country that does not respect life. Tomorrow morning, John Wayne Gacy, you're going to wake up dead. All the victims of Gacy, a prosperous businessman, a man who dressed as a clown to entertain children, revealed as America's most notorious serial killer. If you're going to go ahead and execute me, go ahead and do it, but you will not have gotten the killer. I feel he should have had something done 33 times, just like he did to other people 33 times.
John Wayne Gacy. Reminds mm-hmm. me of an acid bath record that, you know, got lost. Air quotes in the mail. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> lost. So I have a question for you. Oh, I think we talked about that art book of artists in prison. Yeah. And he was in there. He is. Yeah. yeah. He was he was quite an artist. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I have a question for you. And I think this might, the answer might vary depending on um, the context. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What is more important? To be respected or liked? Respected. Yeah? Yes. Always? I mean, they should go together, kind of, I think, but (laughs) they don't always, you know what I mean? Can you tell me a scenario where it it would be more prevalent to be liked... I don't like than to be respected. Yeah, so like um like in, in a work environment I would want to be respected, I think. But, yeah. But like What about the show? Hanging out with friends and stuff. Like I'd like them to respect me, but I I want to be liked, I think. I'd more like I don't know. I I'd hope they would tie together. But I'd want to be more likable, I think, as a friend than but what if people only liked you because um, you were like a form of entertainment that would be like degrading mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, wouldn't it be more meaningful to be around people that actually respected? your sense of humor and what you bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, I hope that it it's both, but... Interesting. Is it? Mm, I think our next segment of songs is more interesting. All right. What, what are those going to be? We are kicking it off with a brand new Arsenic Tea Party, and we're going to dedicate this to Chris Natalini. Hold on a second. got to take a sip. Uh, we're going to play Tommy the Cop. All right, and then after that, we're going to hear Balanos from France with the song Noseweller.
Hey, why can't a bike stand on its own? I don't know why. It's too tired. <laughs> hey, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's a me joke. Yeah, totally. We've uh been spending a lot of time out at mom's mm-hmm. painting and fixing and scrubbing and mm-hmm. cleaning and moving and discovering there's easter eggs all oh, over yeah. the place rotten easter eggs <laughs> <laughs> um it's like we move a piece of furniture and it's like oh that's why that was there yeah that was holding that wall up <laughs> <laughs> um and it's it's funny because every so often when we're out there i'm like oh like we are you and i are obviously not homeowners Mm-mm. we're not fix it people we don't look at a wall and say like man that wall should be green yeah like we look at a wall and we're like cool that is insulation from the out of doors yeah. cool that's a wall <laughs> <laughs> um my brother, on the other hand, is like a total handyman. Mm-hmm. Like, has all the tools and gadgets and widgets and ideas. And I mean, if he wants to spend his time on that, cool. Well, he has his own house. Yeah. And they're like totally redoing it. And he has a ton of practice. So. We want to spend our time on, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, like, I get all these flashbacks of when we were homeowners and yeah. the shit that we were tortured with yeah. constantly like falling through the skylight yeah or yeah that was um i don't the weights through the walls yeah 45 pound weights through the <laughs> all the way through the drywall the weasel like the a week after we moved in yeah the weasel it was just always something yeah, a weasel, a weasel got into our place, and I chased the weasel for hours through our home, destroying everything. Everything in your path. Yeah. Uh, the washer leak yeah. that was... From uh, the weasel. That was from the weasel. Yes, it was. <laughs> it, it just, like, nonstop, it was always something. A weasel trashed our house. <laughs> That's really the bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had nothing to do with how you handled it nope. at all. No, nope. this weasel came in with a cape and just started trashing <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, but when we haven't been at mom's, we have discovered Good Girls on Netflix, mm-hmm. and the first couple episodes had like high cheese factor. Well, it still does. Well, yeah, but I think the writing got better, or I just got dumber as it went on <laughs> <laughs> that could be yeah. but it's like these three friends that have different but similar issues that yeah. all revolve around they need money yeah and they go and rob this bank mm-hmm. and at first it's like really cheesy what do you mean bank wasn't it wasn't oh no it was store? a grocery store yeah yeah that, that one of bank. them worked at yeah but we're i don't know well into season two and we're like really digging it yeah yeah. It's it still has uh, a cheese factor yeah. to it for sure. Yeah. But there's some comedy in yeah. there and the storyline is surprisingly some of it is really good. Pretty good. There's yeah. like some twist in there. Yeah. Yeah, so if you guys have uh, really low standards in <laughs> what you watch, check it out. <laughs> no. It's pretty popular. Yeah. I think it was in the top 10 this week on Netflix. Oh, was it? Yeah. But season three just dropped too, so that might be why. Yeah. 
I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Speaking of good girls. Grandma had in her pantry demonic sacrifice from Rochester, New York. 
And that was coming off of the Enter Realm of Pure Darkness, which was impressively recorded at the infamous Morrison Studios in Tampa, Florida. Cool. Yeah, and that was the song Bleeding the Bled. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so I have a... Uh, I have a list of 15 artists who hated their own hit songs. Would you like to hear about these? Yeah. Okay. Some of them, there were, there were a few that, that surprised me here. A few that didn't really. Uh, number, are they numbered? They're not really numbered. Okay. We'll just go in order. All right. Uh, Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. I think I already knew that. Didn't you? Yeah, it says... Because uh, I'm a one-upper. You are a one-upper. says Kurt Cobain said that he could barely get through it. I literally want to throw my guitar down and walk away. I think in an interview, he had mentioned that he hated that song for what it turned into because yeah. he didn't want to be popular. Yeah. And that song made him popular. That's what he says, yeah. Poor Kurt. I know. Um, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child, Oh Mine. I get it. I'm sick of that song, too. <laughs> Uh, Slash famously used to hate his iconic lead in Sweet Child of Mine. I hated it for years, the guitar icon invented. But it caused such a reaction, so I finally got to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he hates the song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, It says that it was the only number one hit on the... uh, of their songs. Wow, that's surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they had, they did have some hits. Yeah. I guess that was their only number one hit. Um, Let's Up, Let's Stairway to Heaven. It says, uh, uh, Robert Plant grew to dislike Stairway to Heaven. More specifically, Plant believed the song's instrumental sections were top-notch, but found he could no longer relate to its abstract lyrics. I'd break out in hives if I had to sing the song in every show. He oh my god, <laughs> so dramatic! <laughs> this one's kind of weird. I didn't know this. Um, uh, James Hatfield says that uh, the song "Escape." Um, I think he had a problem with the lyrics. It says from Metallica's near flawless "Ride the Lightning" album, Hatfield avoided playing the song for decades until. Metallica jammed Ride the Lightning in full at the Orion Fest, um, which the singer called one of his worst nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Um, The Who, Pinball Wizard, um, Pete Townsend claims that uh, he calls the song awful and The most clumsy piece of writing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beastie Boys. I don't know why Beastie Boys is on here, but uh, yeah, Fight for Your Right to Party. That says the New York trio ended up hating the jockish feel of the song and even admitted it turned the young rap group into exactly what they set out to make fun of. I can, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but Carrie King was in it. So it had to be cool, right? Yeah, I mean... Um, this one surprised me. Uh, Rainbow in the Dark by Dio. 
Um, it says that Dio almost destroyed the master tapes for this classic song, initially thinking the song was way too poppy. I absolutely hated the song, Dio admitted. I hated the song in context to what I was trying to accomplish with the Holy Diver album. But apparently others in the band eventually talked him into using it on the album and it became a massive hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Queen Don't Stop Me Now is listed here. Huh. Uh, it says that Brian May believed that track celebrated the hedonistic and risky lifestyle Freddie Mercury was living at the time. But the guitarist eventually came around describing Don't Stop Me Now as a piece of unfettered joy. Okay. The next one I'm not going to read. I'm just going to say it's Evanescence, My Immortal, which... I'm glad they... We both detest Evanescence. Well, like, we had an experience with that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't like them before the experience, yeah. but... Anyways, carry on. <laughs> it sure was an experience. Yeah. Um, Radiohead, Creep. Okay. I'm not going to read why. All right. Um, Oasis, Wonderwall is on here for some reason. Oh, that song. Yeah. Um, Warrant, Cherry Pie. <laughs> Isn't that like the song they're known for? Yeah. Warrant will always be remembered for Cherry Pie, but singer Janie Lane denounced his own Who? hit song. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I too, love Warren. Too soon. I, I love Warren. Too soon. <laughs> I, I had no intention of writing that song, Lane once said. I could shoot myself in the head for writing that song. They are so dramatic about these songs they don't like. You know. Breaking out in hives. You know. Um, Nightmares. Uh, run DNC and DNC. Run DMC and Aerosmith. Walk this way. When Rick Rubin suggested to run DMC that they should remake Aerosmith's Walk This Way as a hip-hop anthem, both the Reverend Run and DMC hated the idea, but J. Master J. was open to it. Initially writing off the Aerosmith song as hillbilly gibberish, Run DMC eventually allowed the collaboration to happen, making history in process. Uh, DMC didn't even like the version of the song at first, saying it took a minute for him to appreciate it until the until the money started rolling in then yeah like, ah, i guess it's all right yeah um heart all i want to do is make love to you that's uh, a good song that uh, says that uh and annie wilson says that it, it kind of stood for everything we wanted to get away from there's a lot it's of funny we see like a pattern here with why bands yeah hate a specific song of theirs yeah um it says there was a lot of pressure on us to do the song she called the song's message hideous <laughs> um rem shiny happy people i'm not gonna read that um uh, yeah and that's about it cool well those are interesting yeah the rainbow in the dark one i i didn't know that and i didn't know the escape one either by by metallica do you have like a, a top favorite artist that you have that has a song that like you just can't listen to? Um, 
I think there's like, there's the ones that are overplayed on the radio that I, I don't know. Like they're great songs, I guess, but they're so fucking overplayed. Like that, what? Um, Like Crazy Train. Agreed. I don't, like it's a good song, but I've heard it like, I don't know how many millions of times. Yep. Or, um. White Wedding. I feel like I would not hate that song as much as I do if I didn't hear it every five songs when I had to listen to the radio at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's quite a few of them like that. Yeah. There's a bunch of ACDC songs that I think are... I know you're not. I, I think you like them considerably less than I do. But... uh. But that might be exactly why. Yeah. Like, kind of like Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of Guns N' Roses, mm. but I feel like their songs have been so played out over the years. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what ACDC yeah. is like for me. But yeah. as soon as you said ACDC, mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminded me of when we were at M3, and that guy was rocking out to what song, what ACDC song was it? I don't even remember. I think it was for those about to rock. <laughs> yes, it, it was. And it was it was between bands. And it was like ten thirty in the morning. Yeah, and this guy was fucking going Wasted. ballistic. And so bullet like you would have thought A C D C was in his backyard oh, yeah. playing a set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's going crazy. <laughs> um all right, let's play some tunes. All right. First up is Drakkar, a death metal band from California, and we're going to play the song At the Crossroads of Infinity. Then we're going to hear some punk from the dad bots with Where's My Socks?
This is Nick from Hessian Firm. You're listening to Grim Dystopian. Where's my socks? I'm gonna be late. In the washer? Fucking spray. There's snow outside and it's 28. Yes, that's just my fucking thing. Where's my socks? Where's my socks? Where's my socks? My life sucks! Where's my socks? What time is it? Gonna be late when I don't give a shit! My wife's such a fucking twit! Forgot to empty the dryer lids! Where's my socks? Where's my socks? Where's my socks? My life sucks! Where's my socks? Well, they're on fire! Smoke is pouring from the dryer! I'll be missing some attire! The situation's getting dire! Where's my socks? Where's my socks? Where's my socks? My life sucks! a man without his socks. I mean, a man's socks are important. You can't go out in the cold without socks. For God's sake. I like wool socks myself. But um, I'll take anything, really, over plastic bags. Guess I'd better get me some socks. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Where are your socks? <laughs> I don't know. Where are your pants? I don't know. Where are they? <laughs> you did step in some liquid nails with your one sock. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. And those were my favorite socks. Oh, shit. I know. You have favorite socks? Uh, hell yeah. Really? You don't have favorite socks? Not really. What? I have a favorite belt, though. Yeah, I know. I, I love this fucking I belt. I know. I hear about this belt a lot. <laughs> it's fucking great. Instead of where's my socks, it should be where's my belt. Yeah. It's a fucking great belt. <laughs> this is like, this is an advancement in belts. I hear you like snap it I on love that every thing. day. <laughs> it's great. It doesn't have dumb holes in it. Like it has, it's like a, it's like a ratcheting. Ratcheting. Ratchet. <laughs> no, it, it's a, it's cool. It is a cool belt. Yeah. So it has notches that you like pull and there's like a, there's like a lever that engages in each notch. So it's not like it's not like there's a hole every like three inches. Yeah. So if you overeat, you have to adjust. <laughs> it's like, it's just a good fucking belt. Yeah. <laughs> I love this fucking belt. I know you do. <laughs> I should order you like four more because you know they're going to be like obsolete. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. So 
a lot of shit's changed during this this COVID thing, right? And I had a question for you Sorry. about about this. Uh, <laughs> have you seen this mirror thing? It's like this workout thing. I oh yeah, it's, it's like a mirror. Mach- yeah, like a you mount it on the wall. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what do you think of this thing? No, no, no. Not a fan. Well, I think <clears throat> no, no, no. That's all I'm gonna say. But I don't like cables. I don't like... Well, people don't care about my workouts. Well, I'm asking you about this mirror. No. There's no cables. It's just a mirror. Well, I guess I don't understand. Because what I thought you were talking about, like, mounts on the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the mirror does. And then it has, like, cables and ropes that you... Does it have that? There, I think there's a version of it. Yeah, the so I don't think this has that. Like this, this So what's mirror. the mirror then? This mirror is like has like an instructor in the mirror, I think, that like I don't know. But it's like fifteen hundred bucks. I think there is a version that's like three grand that has some kind like, of rope attachment. Yeah, like a pulley system. Yeah. <clears throat> but what do you think about this? It's kinda odd to have like an instructor in a mirror, like So the picture on here <clears throat> I'm just looking at it online. I've seen one that has like an instructor like instructing you. Yeah. But this one just has a, a mirror of the person doing it. Like an image of the them. Okay, well, maybe we should go into business selling mirrors then. <laughs> just mirrors. <laughs> no, no, this isn't just a mirror. It's a special mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mirror. This is the fucking mirror. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not... So I know like you use an app to work out. Mm-hmm. I use loosely like a program. Um, mm-hmm. We have a couple books that we've read throughout the years. And <clears throat> we've kind of yeah. like... I don't know. We've done our own things. We've worked out together. Mm-hmm. We've done... All kinds of stuff, but I've kind of formulated like my own routine that works for me. Yeah. I am very different than a lot of other people when it comes to my workouts, I feel, mm. especially ladies. Mm. I'm not a social workouter. No. Like, I want isolation. Mm. I want my heavy metal blaring. Yeah. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Like, that is like my time. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's like, social interaction time and yeah. i don't do well with that yeah i know in our old our old apartment had this apartment too but i think the gym in the old place is a little better it, the gym in the old place was better but it was way more social like yeah. i feel like people went in there to socialize yeah. and i'm trying to run like i'm trying to beat my best 5k time yeah. and somebody's asking me what i'm doing this weekend <laughs> yeah you know yeah. <laughs> it's like or there was like a group that would like come in next to you. You would always tell me about that would like, they'd get on and like oh walk God. on the treadmills next to you and like be really loud and distracting. Talk so loud about shit that nobody cares about. Even the women in that clique. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's kind of distracting when you're somebody who wants to be in isolation and focus yeah. and to each their own. Right. Because mm. some people need other people's motivation yeah. or, yeah. you know, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think you taught me well. Because <laughs> that's kind of what 
you would do, right? When we first met, mm-hmm. I wasn't really working. Well, I wasn't working out at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was your time. I knew not to bother you. Mm-hmm. I knew like that was just your time. Mm-hmm. And I think I've kind of adopted that to some degree. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I'm not into mirrors and instructors and... Mm-hmm. I just kind of do what feels good for me mm-hmm. that week. and. Mm-hmm. All right, I got you. How about you? You want to get a mirror? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> I think it would be funny to have like, I mean, it's it's a lot of money to spend on humor, but it'd be funny to have like a mirror that would have like... To fuck with? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Say there's like a fucking drunken... Reverend Sam Kinison in the mirror. <laughs> like motivating you? No, screaming at you about what a loser you are while he <laughs> snorts coke off of a hooker's asshole. Yeah, motivating you. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> All right, so we, we have a couple more tunes to play, yeah? Yes, we are going to debut You'd Stay 5 with the song Engrave Your Name on Stones. And then we're going to close out the show with Evocator with the song The Great Morality. And this features Nick from Hessian Firm on vocals. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't let your prostate go unexpressed.
While you bend over or lie on your side or back, the doctor inserts a lubricated gloved finger into your rectum and presses each side of the prostate gland six or seven times. The urethra is then gently milked with a gloved finger. The secretions are collected in a tube or a swab. Okay, I can't. (laughs) Not even? Uh, Not even a little bit. (laughs) Wait, so why do they stick a finger in your urethra? No, in your rectum. No, it said... They stick it in your rectum. So how do they collect the sample from your urethra? They milk your urethra. With what? I don't know. Read it again. They With a gloved finger. <laughs> so doesn't it sound like they're sticking a finger in your urethra instead of like yeah, a swab? I, I think they're like, I think they're milking your flaccid penis and putting it on this gloved finger and then... That's awful assuming of you. Secretions are collected in a tube or on a swab. 